This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. Now grab a snack and get ready for food fables. Growing up as a global citizen, Dimitri had come to find homes all over the world. As his family moved across many countries, many cuisines, many stories and memories, he loved how food played such a central role in cultures and celebrations worldwide, and he always found a place in his ever-growing heart for each and every tradition that sparked joy in his soul. Certainly Halloween did, and he always loved the chance to carve a jack-o'-lantern and tell the tale of Stingy Jack who sparked the pumpkin carving tradition. But this year, Dimitri had quite different decorations at his pie shop at the original farmer's market in Los Angeles, as he wanted to bring another very special and traditional holiday out of the shadow of Halloween. Instead of scary squashes and pumpkins, cobwebs and spiders, Dimitri had a row of smiling skulls, each decorated in a unique personality, with big happy smiles, flowers or feathers, chocolate and colorful icing, and sparkly foil or glittery embellishments. One was wearing a newsboy cap similar to Dimitri's own. One had Ray-Ban sunglasses and a pencil glued to its side above where his ear would have been. And another was adorned with a crown of roses and thick black eyeliner. Whoa, cool! A boy pointed and ran over, lifting his own skeleton mask onto his forehead so he could get a better look at Dimitri's decor. A few other rambunctious preteens joined him, each using all the willpower they could muster to not reach out and grab the skulls, but instead survey their details with a close, wide eye. Looks like a Rice Krispie treat, another kid said, licking his lips. Dimitri smiled as he lifted one of the skulls and held it on his palm like Hamlet. To eat or not to eat, Dimitri winked. Though it does look like a Rice Krispie treat, these little seeds... Dimitri stroked the foundation of the skull, which looked like a collection of tiny pearls or popcorn kernels. These are amaranth seeds, once called the grain of the gods by the ancient Aztecs. Amaranth is a vibrant flowering plant with edible greens and seeds, and it was an important plant to the diet, spirituality, tradition, and culture of the Aztecs. And speaking of tradition... Dimitri handed the skull over to the boy dressed as a skeleton, who was first to rush in for a closer look, while the others gathered around and extended their fingertips to get a hand on it. These amaranth seed skulls and sugar skulls are an important part of the Day of the Dead celebration. What's Day of the Dead? one kid asked. It's Halloween in Mexico, another shouted. Ah, Dimitri held up his pointer finger. It is often misunderstood as a variation of Halloween, but Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, is a very different festivity. Dia de los Muertos is a joyous and colorful celebration of life and death. 
It is a time during which families remember and honor their lost loved ones and celebrate death as a natural and normal part of life, one that equalizes all humankind. It dates back some 3,000 years to Aztec rituals of honoring the dead in pre-Columbian Mesoamerica. Modern celebrations are a blend of Mesoamerican ritual, European religion, and Spanish culture. The holiday is celebrated each year from October 31st through November 2nd. According to tradition, the gates of heaven are opened at midnight on October 31st, and the souls of the dead awaken and return to the living world to feast, dance, drink, and play music with their loved ones. Dimitri picked up the skull with the rose crown, held it in both hands just a foot from his chest, and danced gracefully back and forth, twirling in a circle. The kids smiled and swayed back and forth out of unison, the boy with the skull holding it up so everyone could dance before it. Dimitri finally replaced the skull on the countertop and continued. The spirits of children can rejoin their families for 24 hours November 1st, while the spirits of adults can do the same on November 2nd. During the celebration of Dia de los Muertos, the spirits of our loved ones reunite with families and friends for a brief time that should undoubtedly be celebrated. Families welcome back the souls of their ancestors and honor their guests with traditional food and drink, like atole, a hot corn and masa-based beverage, as well as with ofrendas, a collection of objects placed on a ritual display built in their homes or even at grave sites. Ofrendas can be decorated with candles, bright marigolds, pan de muerto, fruits and raw vegetables like tangerines and jicama, and, of course, perhaps the most prominent symbol related to the Day of the Dead are calaveras, skulls. During contemporary Day of the Dead festivities, people commonly wear skull masks and eat sugar candy molded into the shape of skulls. But why skulls? Why indeed. The skull signifies both sides of the celebration, life and the afterlife. Sugar skulls represent a departed soul and are decorated to reflect the wants and likes of the loved one who has left this side of the living. You may even find the person's name written on the forehead. Dimitri lifted the flower crown from the one skull to reveal the name Celine, printed in small, hand-painted letters. Who's that? Dimitri cupped it gently with one hand as he turned the skull to face him, the rose-glittered cheeks blushing in the light as it caught the sun. He smiled, looking directly into the skull's tiger's eye gemstone eyes as he answered, My mother. He bent down to kiss the name on the forehead before turning it back in line with the other skulls on display. The skulls are then placed on the home ofrendas, or gravestone, to honor the return of a specific spirit. Do you know what sugar skulls are made of? Sugar! A few kids shouted. Others snickered at the seemingly silly question. Ah, yes, molded granulated sugar indeed. But in ancient times, before sugar took over the world, the Aztecs traditionally used amaranth seeds combined with honey, molded into the skull-like shape, just like these here. So, so we can't eat these? One kid asked, somewhat sad. Dimitri smiled and again held up his pointer finger to signify a remedy. He turned and crouched down to the lower-level oven, which had been housing a hidden treat. 
while many skulls, sugar or otherwise, are decorated with a blend of edible and non-edible ingredients. He returned to the countertop and extended a tray piled with Rice Krispie treats, shaped like skulls, with big frosting smiles and M&M eyes. I can't help but indulge in a traditional treat. Dimitri winked as the kids thanked him and grabbed their snacks. Dimitri waited for the entire crowd to take one before he set down the tray and picked up the final skull. But no matter the materials, the vibrant colors, and festive decorations of these skulls reflect the true spirit of the Day of the Dead celebration, a day of happy remembrance of our dearly departed. He raised the skull as if to cheers, the kids reaching theirs high in the air to copy Dimitri's gesture. But of course, if I love anything more than a traditional treat, Dimitri paused, holding his Rice Krispie skull just an inch from his mouth. It's a traditional tale. He winked before taking a bite. Then, as always, with a wipe of his napkin across his lips, like a curtain unveiling the opening act, Dimitri began his story. Dimitri spoke. There once was a little boy who loved the Day of the Dead. He looked forward to the celebration every year, especially his mother's homemade, spicy, hot chocolate atole drink, which she allowed him to have as a pre-bedtime treat. She and his grandmother would help him decorate sugar skulls in honor of his father and grandfather and other seemingly distant relatives, as he had only ever met their spirits encompassed in the sugar skulls, not the actual person. Death was just life's companion, dance partner tiptoeing around one another, each needing the other, equals, though sometimes one or the other would take the lead. Death was a smiling confectionery, adorned with feathers and glitter and joy. It was a land where skeletons drank and danced just behind the curtain of the living, peeking through on the Day of the Dead to reunite for a brief time before the yearly curtain call. At least until one tragic day, when the boy's own mother passed away, and death suddenly seemed so dark, felt so cold, tasted so bitter. His excitement turned to fear, his joy, sadness, his hope disappearing behind the curtain of his living eyes, pulled shut to the world. That day of the dead, his grandmother tried to get him to help make the sugar skull for his mother, but he refused. He hated this day. He hated the dead. He saw nothing sweet or lifelike about the sugar skulls. He hid in his room while his grandmother patiently made the sugar skull in her daughter's image. A bright, genuine, open-mouthed icing smile, pink sequin cheeks, bright blue skittle eyes outlined with amaranth seeds to give them the depth of her wisdom. When the boy fell asleep, his grandmother placed the skull on his bedside table overlooking his small, delicate figure, curled in the fetal position beneath the covers. She kissed both the boy and her daughter on the forehead before she left the room, closing the door with a smile as she whispered, I'll give you two some privacy. Later that night, in the depths of darkness, the boy was awakened by the familiar touch of his mother's hand, brushing the bangs from his forehead. Mama? he said as he rubbed his tired, tear-soaked eyes, sitting up in his bed. My darling, she whispered, wiping the salt stain from his cheek. Can barely see you, he squinted in the dark as he reached out for her. 
He felt her take his tiny hands in hers. You don't need eyes to feel me here with you, Mia Moore. I will always be here. She pushed his hands onto his heart, holding them there between her palms and his chest. I miss you, Mama, the boy cried, tucking his chin down to his chest, feeling it rest on the warmth of her hands. I miss you too, my darling boy, but it's okay to be happy, to celebrate, to live. Even if you can't see me, and even if there's a time when you can't feel me, I will always be there, just on the other side of the curtain, peeking in on you to watch you grow up, go to school, fall in love, make mistakes, everything. And one day, I hope not too soon, you'll pull back the curtain and join me. I'll introduce you to your father and grandfather, and we'll dance, two skeletons in the dark with big, happy smiles. In the morning, the boy awoke to find himself hugging his mother's sugar skull tight against his little chest. He wasn't sure if he had been dreaming. The night felt so real. And for the first night in many nights, the darkness felt warm and the air sweet. And for the first morning in many mornings without his mother, he didn't feel without her at all. The End Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Tune in next time for the latest food buzz. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.